The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly it up to the nine foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. This 30 minutes of good is the EP podcast for Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. My name is Chris Lanuti, and this show is brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Your child's bright financial future starts with learning good money habits early on in life. Help them get ahead with a Junior Savers account from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. With a Junior Savers account, kids earn interest on every dollar they deposit so they can watch their money grow. Show your kids how fun and rewarding saving can be and set them up for success. Learn more at bankevergreenpark.com junior. No minimum deposit to open, no fees or anything like that until they turn 22 member FDIC in the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. There's a couple of specials going on right now. 2.5% statement savings special right now, plus 11-month CDs at 3% APY, 26-month CDs at 3.25% APY. And my daughter Audrey is sitting down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar helping her father out this week. Hello, sweetheart. Hi, Dad. And you have a account over at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. I figure since you're here and we were talking junior savers, I wanted somebody to confirm that my children actually have these accounts. So you you have the app, you keep your money in there. Uh, are you are you are you losing money? Are you gaining money? Are you saving your money? Or are you blowing all of your money these days? <laughs> well, uh, it it depends on what's going on. I mean, uh, depending on when I go and I do going- gaining money over the summer because I had a job. Uh, losing money now because I don't have a job. <laughs> Got to get another job. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of how savings account. That's works. your pitch. That's your pitch on the show right now. Audrey Lanuti, uh, a junior at Mother Macaulay High School, about to turn seventeen years old, looking for a job. Is that what you're? Is that what yes. you're telling the people? Well, yes, looking for a job. More so, trying to get through marching band season to go get a job because right. I have a job lined up. Right. It's just you know got to get through all that plus schoolwork it's a mess right now you got a lot going on yeah yeah lot going on. and yet somehow you had enough money to go to fright fest this past weekend which i, I thought was funny fright fest. you know because you had you have a season pass for great america and yet i find out that you and your brother each dropped 35 dollars in addition because it was a blackout date and you couldn't $30. wait dollars whatever it was you couldn't wait until it was a date that wasn't a blackout date to go so you guys went and spent more money because you insisted on going on yes. Saturday. We insisted on going on Saturday because on Saturday is when everything happens, which is why it is a blackout day. Because all the shows happen, all the haunted houses are going, everything happens with all the costumes and the amazing costumes and makeup that those actors do. Is it scary? It's It depends on what you get scared by. I personally get scared by jump scares. So I was terrified last night. <laughs> uh, Dominic... Dominic, on the other hand, uh, does not get scared by that stuff and was more so laughing at all the people walking around trying to scare him. So it kind of depends on the type of person you are. Oh, all right. uh, but all right. they they recommend for not under 13. And I saw plenty of children walking around getting terrified. And I felt so bad for them. It seems it seems like it could be a little bit over the top when you when you go oh, yeah. up there. Definitely over the top. I try to take it over the top as much as possible. Amy Kazin from Evergreen Park High School going to be stopping in here in just a moment. 
uh, to talk about a couple different things going on. They're getting ready for their Halloween where they're going to have the kids come over uh, and trick or treat in their costumes and things like that. And then also they have a, a play they're getting together, their fall play. So we're going to find out what that's all about. Uh, from what I understand this year, they have a pit over there for the play. So they're going to have music. You play pit over at Mother Macaulay. Yes. And the um, pit or the symphonic orchestra, if we're going to be very technical about it. Really? Over at Mother Macaulay. You're that hoity-toity? Like you can't call it a pit? You got to call that's, it something. That's what it's technically called is the symphonic orchestra. You know, you've gone a long way from the little girl who was 12 years old that I had just say, uh, this is the broadcast basement on demand radio network. And then I had to alter your voice to make you sound older. And now here you are and you're you're correcting your father on his show. What what, what can I say? You, I, I'm talking, your daughter. You're talking trash. You're spending you're spending money. It's yeah. a junior savers account. You're supposed to actually save the money for the future. When when you go off to college, I got nothing. There's other kids behind you I still got to pay for. I'm you're aware. Out, you're out. I'm okay? aware. You're out. So you start saving your money inside of your see, see, and that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, my good friend, Amy Tazen. Hello, Amy. Hello. How are you? Good. How's how's your group? The, the, you got the, you got those acapella kids. I, I haven't seen them in a while. How are they? Madrigals right now. We're Madrigals. Work, we're working on all your holiday tracks. They have their outfits. They've got their 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 fancy uh, Renaissance outfits. That's Correct. probably the best way to say it, right? Yep, that's exactly right. We've been working on Christmas music since August. That's what we do. Is it weird for you to have to like start the holiday early? It reminds me of when I sit down and I go to breweries on Southside Pod. And the guy's like, yeah, I'm making my my Christmas beers. And it's it's months earlier because they have to start in advance. Is it weird for you to be doing holiday things right at the beginning of the year? No, it's been part of the job for as long as I've been doing the job. So you enjoy it? I do. All right, good. Uh, we have things to talk about, though, that are uh, coming up a little bit quicker. The, the big event that I like, I, I liked it when you had it during the, the pandemic and you were trying to find something to do and everybody was driving up in their cars and the kids were all dressed up in their in their outfits and all of your high school kids were had like different stands where the kids would go along and trick or treat. And then you went a little bit more, uh, you know, to normal the last time you did it. And now seems like it's going to be an indoor event and uh, you got big plans for trick or treating over at the at the high school. Tell me a little bit about it. Yep. Well, we know that kids in Evergreen Park love candy because we just gave out a whole bunch of it at the homecoming parade. Right. Um, so we're ready to help everybody celebrate Halloween again, but this time you don't have to worry about the weather. So all of those tables with the kids passing out candy and the drum line and the games and all of the activities and everything, we're just bringing it all inside so that we don't have to wear a coat over our costume. You know, the kids can all show off what they're wearing. We don't have to worry about rain or snow or 90 degrees because you never know what you're going to get at the end of October right. in Chicago. So it's the same time frame as usual. It's on Tuesday, the 25th from 4 to 5.30. Folks will come in the main entrance of the school and we're going to let them trick or treat down our main hallway and play games and have face paint and snacks and things in our library. I like this event. And I, you know... Here's the thing. You have your actual day of Halloween. And of course, that should, in my opinion, be just like how Halloween was when we were kids, right? Like, I always see these things like, these are your Halloween hours, and there's a special sign on the door. No, no, no. 
Kids run around, they get candy, you give them candy, they stay out a little bit late, you're looking for one of those kids, you're like, what happened to your brother? That's the way <laughs> Halloween's supposed to be. There's about eight kids that go out in a costume, they come back, they're wearing dark hoodies, they're covered in shaving cream, and I'm like, what did you do? I know what they did, they know what they did, you know what they did, but that's Halloween. But then they have these other events, like trucking treats and different things where people can go to stuff, because you should get as much as you can out of the outfit, especially with the little kids, right? You should get as much use as you can, get them to a couple different events. I like yours because the band's playing. Like you said, games and face painting. It's more of an event instead of go from station to station, get some candy, go home. I like that. Right. And our high school kids love it just as much as the little kids that come. They really do. They get excited about dressing up in costume and interacting with the little kids and that. And I agree with you. I remember how much Halloween costumes were when I used to have to buy them for my younger kids. And so, yeah, you want to get as much use out of it as you can because you know it's not going to fit the following year. I got the one that's 14 at Brother Ice, and then all of his stuff is in a bin. So we busted out a few just to kind of show the seven-year-old today. Like, hey, look at this zombie outfit. And he's like, I want to be that. And I'm like, yes, you yes, do. Yes, very good. Go. <laughs> We're recycling that costume, right? Great parenting move there. Good job. <laughs> I'm like, look at this cool mask. Oh, I'm going to be a zombie. And he ran up the stairs. And I'm like, and I just saved myself some money. That's what you got to do. Perfect. That's what you got to do. Absolutely. All right. So Amy Kazin brought to you today by Hyatt Home Medical Equipment located right here in Evergreen Park. Switch to a new age of life. If you have been injured or having a hard time getting around your own home, you want to stay in the home or let's say mom or dad getting a little older, started thinking about assisted living. There's no reason for that. You can keep them inside the house. You can make the home into a smart home. You can have doors that open and close with the touch of a button on an app. You can set up the house so it's less of a fall risk area. Retrofit the bathtub. Set up lifts to get you from one floor to another. Put a ramp outside of the home. Specialized beds. Specialized chairs. They also have great products for diabetes control and the latest in CPAP technology for sleep apnea. They're going to work with your insurance, and if you mention the EP podcast, Hyatt Home Medical Equipment will take additional money off. Hyatt Home Medical Equipment, not only online at hhme.com, but stop in and see them today, 3518 West 95th Street. So this is, again, It's you, you said it was on Tuesday the... 25th. 25th. From 4 to 5.30. And there's no admission to walk into this. No. So it's anybody from the neighborhood wants to come over to school. There's plenty of parking. Go through. Get your kids some candy. It's indoors. It, it, it kind of gets them warmed up for the season. And, and they get an awful lot more than just candy from station to station. There's all kinds of stuff going on inside the school. Again, it's one of the great events that you guys do over there. And I know that the kids really enjoy doing it because when I've gone over there with my little guy in the last couple of years to it, it feels like the high school kids are having even more fun than the little kids. They really do. They're looking forward to it. I never have trouble finding volunteers for this one. <laughs> Ever. All right. And then uh, you're running the theater over there. You always put on great productions. What do we have this year coming up? So the fall play is actually called Peter and the Starcatcher. Okay. Um, it's a play with music and it's the prequel to Peter Pan. Interesting. I've never heard of this. And so you'll see Captain Hook before he lost his hand. And you'll see Peter before he actually has a name. And Peter interacts with Wendy's mother. And we learn how Tinkerbell came to be. So it's, it's kind of like... The Wizard of Oz is to Wicked as Peter Pan is to Peter and the Starcatcher. I like that concept, though, about uh, Wendy's mom interacting with Peter because there was always that thing, even in the Disney cartoon, 
that she kind of understood what had happened that night. And that that that's kind of a cool thing to dive into. Yep. And Peter never grows up. So then, of course, Peter meets Wendy later. Right. That's really interesting. So how long do you prepare for this play? Was it something you kicked right off right at the beginning of the school year? Pretty close. Um, Ken, my husband, Ken, actually directs this one. And these kids started probably right after Labor Day. So it takes about eight weeks to put it together. This is a play with music. Um, There's a little bit of singing, but not as much as a regular musical. So you have a band pit as well that's playing music that's going with it? Very small. There's a keyboard and a percussionist. Okay. But then you, so you got, you got music, uh, you got, you got, I'm sure some some dancing. You got, do you have the grips? Does Peter fly? Do you have do you have that set up? Are we going to see a kid go across the stage like with some piano wire? We didn't learn about that magic yet. Oh, oh, we haven't gotten to that yet. We didn't get to that yet. Oh, okay, all yeah. right. Was it was was the person playing Peter disappointed when they learned they weren't going to fly? I don't know the answer to that question, <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you that that financially, that would be more of a commitment than we can afford to make sure we can do that safely. Right, right. You got to throw in insurance as well, just in case Correct. on that one. Yeah, yeah. You probably have to hire a professional stuntman. Correct. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So what what days uh, are these performances? Sure. So this one is on Thursday, November 3rd, and Friday, November 4th, both at 7 p.m., um, we go Thursday, Friday, so that we leave Saturday open for hopefully some playoff football. There you go. Yeah. You heard Coach Verdi on this show Our recently? Our Mustangs are doing very well. They are doing really well. In fact, uh, you and I were both laughing about how well football season is going for us because you and I are both University of Illinois alums as well. And uh, I don't get this. They're not supposed to win so many football <laughs> games. So they're playing well. The Mustangs are playing well. Coach Verdi's on on the show every Friday. He comes on the EP podcast and talks about it. And, and he's made it very easy for me, I'll be honest with you, Amy, because like if they were losing – like, I've got to scramble to come up with things to talk about. But in reality, even their losses are really interesting, close ones or, you know, there's stuff to talk about. And the wins are big. He's really made my job very easy by having a football team that's that good. Yeah, they've been working really hard. They had a, they had a really, really convincing win for homecoming, which was great. Yeah, that's that's absolutely awesome. Exciting times going on over there at uh, Evergreen Park High School. It's always good times. Uh, again, on Tuesday the 25th. Uh, they have the trick-or-treat going on, uh, all kinds of fun stuff, games, everything like that. Uh, the band will be out there playing November 3rd and 4th, the Thursday, Friday. Uh, then you have the the prequel to Peter Pan, Correct. which sounds like a really interesting play and would probably be fun for anybody, all ages, I would assume, right? Yep. Awesome. And tickets are available through the link on social media for that one. All right. Or so, so the door. Social media for that or the door. And then uh, if somebody, you know, is too lazy to go scan back to us, uh, say, repeatedly what time and what days all these things are, uh, does the school website have it up there? Yep. There you go. All right. Social media, school website, uh, rewind a little bit on the podcast. And uh, Amy Kazin and I are enjoying uh, some fun football this yes. season. And uh, she's got an awful lot of fun stuff going on over at the high school. And I love it when you stop by. Thanks. Thank you so much. Now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to offer you an alternative. Plus, they have a great selection of CBD products. Check them out at 3837 West 95th Street here in the EP, or visit 
CoolCloudsVapor.com. The Village of Evergreen Park has partnered up with the Cook County Sheriff's Office to offer free car light repairs for Cook County residents. Tail lights, headlights, license plate lights, all will be repaired on October the 27th from 9 a.m. until 12 p.m. at the Evergreen Park Senior Center. It's located at 9547 South Holman Avenue. You must pre-register. That is required by October the 24th to register email ccso.communityengagement at ccsheriff.org. I'm pretty sure that's also on the Evergreen Park Village website if you want to get it as well. The only question I have is after I sign up for this, if I get pulled over for a busted taillight, do I get to tell them they're going to fix it in a couple of weeks for free and that's why I'm waiting? The Evergreen Park Youth Department is looking for an energetic, responsible, and enthusiastic youth assistant to assist with supervising 5th to 12th grade students at the Youth Center. They're over at the Community Center where there also is an annual coat drive that has kicked off. Donate a coat from now through November the 30th at the Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street in Room 105, or you can go to Village Hall as well, 9418 South Kedzie. Coats can be new or in a clean, used condition, a good condition. More information, call 708-229-3377. The Youth Department is also giving you open gym basketball Friday nights. It kicks off this Friday, the 21st, 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. Northeast Elementary at 9058 South California. Grades 5 to 8. Five bucks is the entry fee anytime they go to that open gym. Concessions available for purchase, 708-229-3377 if you need more info. I saw our good friend Paisha Allen, who runs the youth department, just this past Saturday over at Fantasy Fest. Len Panuski was on this show talking about his big festivals, the third annual one, and I'm happy to report biggest crowd they've had so far. The nerds got down on Saturday in the EP. And if you love the farmer's market, do not forget it ends October the 27th. You're almost out of time, so get out there. Thursday, 7 a.m. until 1 p.m., Yukich Field, 89th and Kedzie. One more thing, let's talk about the big resurfacing project the construction that has been out there in the southwest quadrant between 95th and 99th Central Park to Pulaski. Still going on, but here's the update brought to you by Sid Sauce. Locally grown peppers right here in Evergreen Park turn into delicious craft hot sauces for any kind of food. So many flavors to choose from, so many different levels of heat. The only place I get my hot sauce because they deliver and it's at a great price and it's good. Check them out at SidSauce.net. I mean, I can see it. The village is reporting it. The first layer of asphalt is down. They're going to have to do one more layer. All the concrete work is completed. About mid to late this week, weather permitting, you're going to see the final layer of the street put on. It will start at Harding and work to the east. Look for the fresh oil signs. They're going to be handed out and posted each day. Because of that, expect that streets are going to close as this is going on again from Harding moving east in the construction area. We're almost through it. And then somebody maybe can focus on that weird hole that's forming in between 99th and Circle Park along Homan Avenue. It's like an obstacle course out there these days. If you want more details, evergreenpark-ill.com. That's your word on the street. And this is the EP Podcast. What? 
two, three. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. It's the homemade nine-foot oak bar. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? It's the homemade oak bar. We're down here drinking at the homemade nine-foot oak bar. And I know you were, wish you were here and not so far away from the homemade nine-foot oak bar. Is it bleak? Is it teak? I don't know, but it's not redwood, it's oak, you know. It's a how many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. It's a homemade nine-foot oak bar. I said, how many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? When you've been injured, you need a team that will do what it takes to fight for your rights. The insurance companies only care about one thing. Audrey, do you know what that is? Money. Their bottom line. Pretty close right there. At the law offices of Parente and Norum, their team has the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. And the law offices of Parente and Norum have also recovered over $400 million for their injured clients and their loved ones for a free case evaluation EP Podcast listeners can call or text them right now, 312-641-5926, or visit pninjurylaw.com. They are actually the proud sponsors on another uh, show on the network. They're doing the $1,000 guest bounty on Socks in the Basement, the second annual year that we are doing that. That is the White Sox podcast for fans, by fans, ranks up in the top 1% of all podcasts in the world. Massive amount of listenership. Uh, we talk about the team year-round, and in the offseason, we do a thing where if you know somebody famous and can get them on the show, boom, you have a chance of winning $1,000. The fans decide who gets the $1,000 at the end of the offseason, not me. So everybody's got an equal chance of doing it. It doesn't need to be baseball related. It could be anyone. You don't know anybody famous, so you can't be a part of it. Plus, your father runs the network, so you also cannot be a part of it. Yeah, that seems a little illegal if I did that. It would be a little sus, as you can say. A little sus. Just just a tiny bit. All right, so I, I had you on the show, really, because I wanted to talk about what we did this past weekend. Friday night, uh, Brother Rice had their homecoming, just like Evergreen Park had their uh, game. Their homecoming was the the week before. They had a game at home, and I remember telling uh, Coach Verdi after we were done with our Friday night uh, or our Friday episode, our football Friday episode, that I really wanted to go to that game. Except it just happened to be Brother Rice's homecoming, and for the first time ever, they were having an alumni marching band event. Where if you had ever been in the Brother Rice band, and I know they call it the Brother Rice Mother Macaulay band now, but it's the Brother Rice band. But look at you, look at you. You're gonna upset some of the, your 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 band members that are Mother Macaulay students, okay? I mean that's what it's called now. It's the Brother Rice Mother Macaulay band, okay? It's but true, it, but it's it's run out of Brother Rice, and the colors are all Brother Rice. It's all colored Brother. It's, Everything's it's in Brother, Brother Rice. Rice. It's really kind of weird. Yeah, it's I, really just Macaulay <laughs> students playing with the Brother Rice band. Hey, hey, it's okay. You, why are you? more upset about it than me i'm just pointing out what it used to be called uh but for the first time that they ever did it uh, they had alums come back and i remember the band director asking me did you did you enjoy it or are you are you happy uh are you surprised that people from your age group there aren't that many that came back who graduated in the 90s and my response was if i couldn't stand next to my daughter 
and embarrass her tonight, I don't think I would have been out here in the pouring rain because it was raining <laughs> and it was 40 degrees, but I wasn't passing that up. I went and got my Letterman jacket. This is a true story. Oh, Audrey yes. Yes, up. he did. I went and I dug up my Brother Rice Letterman jacket with the leather sleeves like Al Bundy has in Married with Children, a show you've never seen before. And, and when he's reliving his high school days, he's got the Class of 95 patch on it, the Brother Rice patch on it. It's got one of our state-of-the-art grand championships that the, that the band won back in 1990. I have the 93 patch on there. I never put the 95 championship on there because I was graduating. But I got it like my last week at Rice, and it was like, well, it's too late now. I'm not, you, you not going to be here anymore. You should have put the patch on. I have the patch down here someplace in the why, basement. Why haven't you put it on? I don't know. I think, it's up, I think it's over here in the bar someplace. It's like sitting oh, really? someplace. really? Yeah, I don't need I don't need to put I know yes. I'm never going to wear the jacket again. But, but so now it's I'd rather made have the patch the jacket. No, but it's that. But who's going to wear the jacket? Me. I'm wearing the no. jacket. So anyway, I bust out this jacket and I show up in my 1995 ragged Letterman jacket, which doesn't fit me as well as it used to because I'm fat now. And <laughs> I can't close it all the way. That's the thing. I closed it at the bottom oh and I could have brought it all the way tight, but then I would have looked like a fat guy in yeah, a little coat. Yeah, don't do that. So I instead, I just kind of like closed it at the bottom. I had a Brother Ice shirt on underneath. Uh, so that was, you know, all, you know, maroon and orange. There's some pictures of this up on social media. I retweeted it from my my own personal account on the EP podcast Twitter account. And I think you can find it on Instagram as well. I don't know if I put it on the Facebook. And you still play my saxophone. So I played saxophone. My parents got me one when I was in the fourth grade uh, where they had to pay it off like in installments for years and years and years. I went on to go play in the Brother Rice Band. I played a year in college. They actually paid part of my tuition to play saxophone. Mm -hmm. And then I got into radio and did not have time to be in the band anymore. So I gave up playing my saxophone to go into radio broadcasting. Okay. You can't do a morning show and make it to all those practices. Yeah. So that was the end of it. So you, you picked the saxophone in the fourth grade. I'm like, I got one of these. I did. I busted out. You play my saxophone, uh, which is in terrible condition, by the way, because I tried it out when right before we went there, like middle of last week, you got a dent in the bottom of the thing. (laughs) You're missing a screw. Two of the keys don't work. Yeah, it, it needs repairs. I'm aware it needs repairs. But I can still play it because I know the quirks of it. I mean, it's weird. It, like, I'm trying to play this. I can't do it. Okay. So you played the saxophone. It's yours now. It used to be mine. Yes. The band director himself gave me his personal saxophone just because he was like, well, it's Audrey's in the band. We're going to give this alum a saxophone. Now, I didn't use to say I have my own mouthpiece because that would have been weird. Like that would that would have been weird playing yeah. like putting my mouth where Please. his mouth oh, goes no. and handing it no. back and my yeah. spin would be gross. Right? Mm-mm. There's some people who do that. I had a band people director. Do that? I had a band director when I was younger. Um, well, I had Leo and PJ Henning. Leo would keep his own mouthpieces a lot of times. So if he was going to help you with something and he was in high school. He would just grab the thing and put it on the instrument. He did not like to use other. He was like, that's gross. Why would I do that? that, That's gross. PJ Henning would always chew mint gum. Then he would grab your instrument out of your hand to show you what you were doing wrong. And then he would hand it back to you. And it tasted like his mint gum for the rest of the. It was gross. That's disgusting. In a a post-COVID world. Isn't that weird? In a a (laughs) post-COVID world. (laughs) Someone would end up like calling up the school and be like. What's going on it's here? Gross. Like, it's, it's gross. It's gross. But anyway, 
I got, uh, I got, they gave us some music. Um, I, I showed up. I couldn't play every note very perfectly because I'm so out of practice. No, your, your amateur's if, right, gone. Right, and that's like a muscle in my upper lip that you build up over time. And I immediately went from somebody who hadn't played for decades to just trying to play like advanced music because yeah. these kids are all high school students and it's difficult. Um, but I hung in there in the rain, in the slop, in the cold. Oh my gosh, it was just it was just drizzling at first, and then it got to halftime, and it yeah. was pouring while I we were like doing our routine. I felt like they would have never have had us stay out there through they, halftime. They would have pulled us. They wouldn't have made us alums. gone on for halftime right. if it wasn't for the alums. Yeah. Which honestly, even though it was horrible being in the rain, and afterwards it was freezing cold. Uh, it was actually kind of fun to do in the rain because we've never really done that before. So, of course, that kind of ruins the instruments as well. Well, so. here's a funny thing, though. Like, right away, one of your friends was asking me, like, Mr. Lanuti, is this any different from when you were in the band? I'm like, when I was in the band 30 years ago, we had ponchos. Yeah. Like, why don't you have ponchos? That was the first thing I said. I was like, why don't you have ponchos? Why don't, don't you know. have rain hats? We're And the funny thing is, is that, like, I'm, like, now, like, being the wimp. Like, all the kids are standing in the rain, and I'm like, where's the poncho at? Like, why, yeah. why am I standing yeah. in the rain? I'm freezing out here. See, you guys don't the care. Wimp. We're the ones who are doing our routine in the freezing cold in just, like, our uniforms and yeah. our hats yeah. afterwards. And then we're soaked at the end of it. So did I embarrass you when I'm out there with you and I'm standing next to you and I'm playing the instrument? Was it embarrassing to have your old man standing there amongst all of your peers, your friends, your 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 other your other saxophonist? Was it, was it off-putting in any way? Uh... Yes and no. I mean, yes, because you're my dad, and obviously that's always going to be awkward. Uh, Why? Why is it awkward? Because you're my dad. I like hanging out with my dad. Yes, I like hanging out with you, too. But I'm not embarrassed by my dad. But, yes, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't believe that. I was when that. I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay, good, because the whole girl, the whole purpose of this was just to, just to embarrass you. Oh. Oh, oh, that that was your plan. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it's not because I was going to go out there and instantly be a good saxophone player again, but I was like, how do we pass this up? How do not, I pass up doing that? Not to hang out with me, not to have oh, no. fun, but to embarrass me. Hanging out with you was fun, but also watching the look look of awkwardness, I got a kick out of. I, I got to be <laughs> a, a look of, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Dad was able to play a little bit, though. You were right? able to play a little bit. I was bit. able to do it. Were yes. you surprised I was able to do it? Yes, because, uh, mind you, I spent the previous night watching my dad try to play. And I was bad at it then. And you were not good at it But I pulled it together by the next night to the point where I was actually playing the fight song without even the music in front of me. It came back to me. Like, all of a sudden, like, boom, I could play it. You just started playing random pieces that I don't even have. And I was like, what is going on here? I was adding parts. I was sprucing it up. I was making it more difficult, buddy. I was showing off is what I was doing. You were showing off. All right. Next year we're doing this again. I want you to notice. We are. Yeah, I've already reached out to all my friends from back in the in the late '90s, and I'm Please bringing no. like I'm bringing like no, no, 30, no, no, no. 30 of us this time. No, no, we're no, 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 no. We're all gonna have no. our Letterman jackets and our championship patches, oh and then we're gosh, gonna talk no. garbage about why you guys haven't won one in a while. But that's okay. Wow. That's, you, got a, you got a year to try to get one so that you can wow. you can hang with my group. That's all I'm saying. Gauntlet's thrown down. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. 
Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement. Broadcast. Basement. Nudie's Basement. The Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.